Hello, and welcome to another Minutes with Maurice podcast. Today, it is my aim to lighten our mood with a collection of one-line jokes. None are original. Relax and allow yourself to chuckle or smile, and maybe one or happily more than one will trigger a response. Money isn't everything, but it keeps the kids in touch. I once worked at a place where I could name my own salary. I called mine Shorty. Corduroy pillows are making headlines. Treat each day as your last. One day you will be right. If you try to fail and succeed, which have you done? If you're going to start cross-country skiing, start with a small country. The doctor gave me six months to live, and when I couldn't pay my bill, he gave me another six months to live. I'm on a 30-day diet. So far, I've lost 15 days. I intend to live forever, and so far, so good. My grandfather started walking five miles a day when he was 60. He's now 95, and we have no idea where he is. What used to be freckles are now liver spots. Today is the oldest day you've ever been, yet the youngest you'll ever be. Walking can add minutes to your life, which enables you at 85 years old to spend an additional four months in an independent living facility at $5,000 per month. I named my dog Five Miles. I can tell people I walk five miles every day. I went duck hunting with a friend, and he brought his retriever dog. He said it was a good dog, but not too bright. When I downed a duck, he told the dog to retrieve it. The dog started running across the pond. My friend said, see what I mean? He hasn't even learned how to swim. Drive carefully. It isn't only cars that can be recalled by their maker. Why did Dorothy get lost in Oz? She had three men giving her directions. Benjamin Franklin once said, Politicians are like diapers. They should be changed frequently and for the same reasons. A sign on a washing machine in a laundromat. Please remove all your clothes when the light goes out. You know you're getting old when you have a choice of two temptations and you choose the one that gets you home earlier. If the good die young, what does that say about senior citizens? What happens when you eat yeast and shoe polish? Every morning you will rise and shine. What are the worst six years in the blonde's life? Third grade.
I knew I was going bald when it kept taking me longer to wash my face. If there are no ups or downs in your life, you're dead. If practice makes perfect and nobody's perfect, why practice? Why is the time of day with the slowest traffic called rush hour? What is the most common remark made by retirees in an antique shop? I remember that. What did the buffalo say to his child when he went away on a trip? Bye, son. What's the difference between mechanical engineers and civil engineers? Mechanical engineers build weapons, and civil engineers build targets. Here's an HR notice to employees. New sick policy requires two-day notice. Abstinence leaves a lot to be desired. A guy asks his buddy, Have you heard the latest joke about the White House? And buddy replies, I work at the White House. So the guy replies, That's okay, I'll read it very slowly. Yogi Berra once said, always go to the other people's funerals, otherwise they won't come to yours. I hope they never find life on another planet, because sure as shooting, our government will start sending them money. Thank you for listening to this episode of Minutes Maurice, and I hope you enjoyed them. Be sure to click on forward and listen to next week's podcast when we we review the life of the famous Dolly Parton. Until then, I'm Maurice St. Germain. Hello, and thank you for listening to today's Minutes with Maurice podcast. As promised, Our lady of interest is the world-famous Dolly Parton. Dolly Rebecca Parton Dean, born on January 19, 1946, will soon celebrate her 76th birthday. She was born in a one-room cabin on the banks of the Little Pigeon River in Pittman Center, Tennessee. She is the fourth of 12 children born to A.B. Lee Caroline and Robert Lee Parton Sr. As of 2021, her father, mother, two sisters, and a brother have passed away. Dolly's father worked in the mountains of East Tennessee as a sharecropper and later worked his own small tobacco farm. Despite her father's illiteracy, she often comments that he was one of the smartest people she has ever known in regards to business and making a profit. Her mother, A.V. Lee, had 11 pregnancies, including twins, in 20 years. She was the mother of 12 by age 35. 
She managed to keep house and entertain her children with smoky mountain folklore and ancient ballads. Dolly's grandfather, Jake Owens, was a Pentecostal preacher, and Dolly and her siblings all attended church regularly. Her earliest public performances began at age six in her grandfather's church. At seven, she started playing a homemade guitar, and when she was eight, her uncle bought her her first real guitar. By the age of 10, she was appearing on a Knoxville TV radio show. At 13, she recorded Puppy Love on a small Louisiana label and appeared at the Grand Old Opry. It was there she first met Johnny Cash, who encouraged her to follow her own instincts regarding her career. The day after graduating from high school in 1964, she moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Her initial success stemmed from her ability as a songwriter. Her songs were recorded by many artists, including Hank Williams and Kitty Wells. At age 19, she signed with Monument Records and was promoted as a bubblegum pop singer. Although she expressed a desire to record country material, Monument resisted, thinking her unique voice, with its strong vibrato, was not suited to the genre. In 1966, the label relented and allowed her to record country. Her first country single, Dumb Blonde, was one of the few songs she sang but did not write. In 1967, country music entertainer Porter Wagner invited Dolly to join his show to replace Norma Jean. He convinced her his label, RCA, to sign her. RCA released her first single as a duet with Wagner. The Last Thing on My Mind. Released in 1967, it reached the country top ten by January 1968. It launched a six-year streak of almost uninterrupted top ten singles for the pair. Dolly's first solo single, Just Because I'm a Woman, released in the summer of 1968, was a moderate hit. By 1970, both Parton and Wagner grew frustrated by her lack of solo chart success. He persuaded Dolly to record Jimmy Rogers' Mule Skinner Blues. The record shot to number three and was followed closely in February 1971 by her first number one single, Joshua. For the next two years, she had several solo hits, including her signature song, Coat of Arms, which reached number four in 1971. Her biggest hit, 
during this period was Jolene. Released in late 1973, it topped the country chart in 1974. It eventually also charted in the United Kingdom. In 1974, her song, I Will Always Love You, written about her professional break from Wagner, went to number one on the country chart. Around the same time, Elvis Presley wanted to record the song. But when Presley's manager told her it was standard practice for the songwriter to sign over half of the publishing rights to any song he recorded, Parton refused. The refusal resulted in a huge financial benefit to Dolly. She again topped the singles chart in 1975 with The Bargain Store. Between 1974 and 1980, Dolly had a series of country hits with eight singles reaching number one. Performers such as Olivia Newton-John, Emmy Lou Harris, and Linda Ronstead recorded her songs. In 1978, Parton won a Grammy Award for Best Female Country Vocal Performance for her Here You Come Again album. The theme song to the 1980 feature film 95 not only reached number one on the country chart in February 1981, it reached number one on the pop and the adult contemporary chart, yielding a triple number one hit. It also received a nomination for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. Nine to Five was a big hit. In the mid-1980s, her record sales were still relatively strong, but RCA Records did not renew her contract after it expired in 1986. She subsequently signed with Columbia Records in 1987. By 1989, although Dolly's career appeared to be revived, it was actually only a brief revival before contemporary country music came in during the early 1990s and most veteran artists faded from the charts. In 1999, Dolly recorded The Grass is Blue, which won a Grammy Award for Best Bluegrass Album. In 2001, Little Sparrow won a Grammy Award for Best Female Country Vocal Performance. By 2005, She earned her second Academy Award nomination for Travelin' Through. Due to the song's acceptance of a transgender woman, she received death threats. Her accomplishments since then are too numerous to detail. On May 27, 2020, Parton released a brand new song called when life is good again. 
to help keep the spirits up of those affected by the 2020 COVID pandemic. On December 6, 2020, CBS aired a Holly Dolly Christmas where Parton performed songs from her album. She is known to having undergone considerable plastic surgery. She has been quoted as saying, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. When asked about future plastic surgeries, she famously said, if I see something sagging, bagging, or dragging, I'm going to get it nipped, tucked, or sucked. Another insight into her feminine escapism is revealed in her words. Womanhood was a difficult thing to get a grip on in those hills, unless you were a man. Dolly credits much of her inspiration to her family. She said her mother's voice was haunting, but her biggest influence was her mother's baby sister, Aunt Dorothy Jo. She was not only an evangelist, she played banjo, guitar, and wrote some great songs. Though unable to read sheet music, Parton can play the dulcimer, auto harp, banjo, guitar, fiddle, piano, recorder, and the saxophone. She has said, I play some of everything. I ain't that good at none of it, but I try to sell it. In 1998, Nashville Business ranked her the wealthiest country music star. As of 2017, her net worth was estimated at $500 million. Not too shabby for someone born in a one-room cabin on the banks of the Little Pigeon River in Pittman Center, Tennessee. Thank you for listening to this Minutes with Maurice. Be sure to click on follow for the next podcast when we will take a look into the intriguing life of Jacques Cousteau. Until then, I am Maurice St. Germain.